Welcome back to another episode of the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. I'm your host, Joey. And I'm your co-host, Aki. And in this episode, we decided to host a charity live stream to help Hurricane Harvey victims. And in doing so, we're also going to use this episode to take some questions online from our fans. Get the podcast now on Wooshka SoundCloud or by downloading the free SBS Pop Asia app. Please subscribe. Guess what? We're doing this live right now. There are people watching us on Twitch. On Twitch, yeah. Right now, as we're doing this live stream. Um, but welcome back to another episode. And right now, there is uh, approximately a thousand people listening to this. Pretty much. So we're going to be taking a lot of their questions on, you know, that they want us to answer. Uh, mm. Just giving a reason on why this is live. We're doing a charity live stream for Hurricane Harvey that yes. hit Texas. So we decided, hey, let's give a helping hand. Let's get some of, you know, all, all of our peeps together. And what have we gone through in just like the past five hours? Um, well, my hair is in a pigtail or ponytail. Yeah. Um. I look like a goddamn pineapple at this point. Um, what else happened? Uh, I got my leg waxed yeah. completely. That was probably the highlight of this entire stream. Uh, everyone was just kind of like, okay, let's all chill out. And then as soon as I put up on Twitter, like, hey, Joe's about to get his leg waxed. Like, yeah. chat just shot up. So... Um, right Ugh. now, this is the segment where we decided to do our podcast live and actually get the peeps that are already in here part of it. So we're going to be answering some of their questions, and we'll just see where this leads to. Yeah. Awesome. So let's just look at the chat right now. Oh, by the way, uh, for people listening to this, um, you know, Hurricane Harvey is, you know, in a serious situation. You know, it's pretty bad down there right now, and it might get even worse, which is terrible. Um, so it would mean a lot if you guys, you know, donated in any way possible, mm-hmm. uh, whether that be through Outhing or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, by, uh, Kelsey's, can you recommend any anime that are like Shinsekayori? Like Shinsekayori? Yeah. That's really hard. It's... Because it's such a one-of-a-kind anime, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Did you like it? I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it's people like say like, oh, it's it's. <laughs> I've heard like people say it's like super scary, but I, I personally don't think so. I don't think it's. I don't think it's scary per mm. se. It's just like, what's the word for it? It's it's unsettling. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right word for it. Um, I mean, I think maybe in that sort of realm. Possibly like a post-apocalyptic. It, yeah, a post. If you're looking for that, pretty much exact theme. So anything post-apocalyptic, or if you're just looking for something that's just kind of strange and unsettling. I mean, this is kind of like always something that we say a serial experiments lane. Yeah, serial experiments lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so hard to kind of determine what kind of pin- pinpoint what makes it so unique. Right. Oh, or making it so comparable to anything else. It's got one of the best like ending scenes mm-hmm. of anime, in my opinion. Yep. Um, but yeah, just go watch that out. Uh, let's see. We got a question here from Shiro12331. What do you think of Shelter? Oh, the, uh, music video? The music, the, the Porter Robinson A1 Pictures music video. I feel like Porter managed to put more story and work into six minutes of that music video than I saw for a lot of anime that extended for way too <laughs> the, long. The joke that was running in the anime community when that came out was, wow, A1 actually do put effort into their anime. 
Yeah. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so when I saw Shelter, though, I was pretty emotional about it. There were some people where I showed it to them, and they didn't understand what happened by the end. I think that was the point, though, kind of. Really? It's like, because it's, I thought it's, it was pretty clear well, what happened. Well, yeah, but there's also, like, a bunch of, like, open interpretations and, like, really, like, super, like, attention to detail and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess like, so. Like, there's, like, a scene where, like, uh, Rin, was that her name? Rin, yeah. Yeah, where Rin, uh, when she opens up the tablet and she gets, like, that email, the first email mm-hmm. that she gets, like, it only shows the screen for, like, half a second. Right. But it's, like, a full-on, like, email. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, it's, it's that, it's that... Detailed. detailed yeah um so it's it's amazing and the music is awesome uh and porter's a good friend of ours so yay yeah let's see what are your thoughts on the non-japanese anime movement i haven't even heard of this the non-japanese anime mo- you mean like the spread of the anime community like into the international oh i don't know when i Space, hear of non non-japanese anime movement i think that they don't want to Oh no, that would be anti. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the non-Japanese anime movement means like, what do you think of the anime movement outside of Japan? Like, it's great. I like it. It's just. Means I mean, the fact that we're able to have a show like this is pretty evident. That the fact that we even get to have jobs like this is great. The fact that we <laughs> even get to have like a charity live stream where people like all over the world can just gather around just to help out. Right. And right. I mean, it, it means something. The fact that it's gone international, it, it's growing continuously. Yeah. And you can talk to a couple of people that might be really picky saying that anime's gone down, the quality has been crap since, you know, in the past, like, ten years. But overall, I feel like anime has come further than it ever has been, and I feel like it's only... See, I, I feel that's such, like, a debatable term mm. of anime's qualities going down, because mm-hmm. it's yes and no. Like, obviously, the quality's gone up in terms of, like, you know story and not story uh like visuals and like sound and voice acting and that kind of stuff but like what do you deem as quality to begin with like what is your standard of quality Mm. do you do you define quality as you know uh legend of the galactic heroes or do you you define it as like something with absolutely no fan service that doesn't have to rely on it or do you define it as an omanga sensei like, mm. you know, like, it depends what your standard of quality is. Mm. I have a good question here from Daisy Nan. Do you like Shoujo or Shonen? Because I honestly like both. Sure. Um, I don't really actually dwell into too much sh- Shonen as I do with Shoujo, but I still can appreciate some. Um, I can appreciate a lot of Shoujo. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not really biased with which one I pick. No. It just happens, like, I, if I find a good story, it just happens to be one or Personally, another. I find it kind of dumb for people to be like, oh, I'm not going to read Shoujo manga, that's for girls. <laughs> like, nah. I grew up watching Sailor Moon. That is a Shoujo manga. That is mm. the queen of Shoujo manga. Mm. And it's amazing. I mean, I think what they mean, like, it, it's always misinterpreted when they see the definition of shoujo and shonen, like, a particular genre that's aimed at young boys or young girls. That's just, like, their target audience because that's usually the type of people that might be into that. But mm. it is for everyone to just enjoy. And I don't think the companies will uh, retaliate against, oh, no, uh. more people like our shows. So, but if I had to say, I tend to do watch shoujo more, but I've appreciated some shonen. So yeah, I, I can say that. But I don't like one more than there, the other. There is there is really good shoujo and shonen, and then there's also really crap shoujo and shonen. Mm. So I think it like yes, the main demographic is for boys and girls. Yeah. But it's gone to a point now where like, especially with shonen, like there are a ton of like girls who watch. Shonen. As uh, Z Ray Zok says, as long as it's good, I don't f- 
care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As long as it's good, I don't care. Censor like, that. Sorry, Brat. Uh, here we go. MG underscore 671 says, who is your favorite character from Boku no Hero Academia? Mine's the frog girl. <laughs> of course. She's become like a big meme. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really growing. Like, I know this is pretty difficult, but I am growing with Deku. I mean, he's mm. just this average boy that was told, oh, you can't, you can't do anything. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm probably going to get crucified for this, but I haven't started season two yet. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I, mean, I know there are a lot of people like, one. what? You haven't started season two? Oh my god. I'm like, yeah, I finished season one. It's fine. And I've read a little bit of, like, the tournament arc, but. Mm. Uh, another one. What did you think of uh, A Silent Voice? Loved it. Amazing. Absolutely beautiful. I read the manga before. Would you prefer the manga or the movie? If you were to recommend it. I'd say read it first. Yeah. Um, but the movie, I still think, like, I think respected the movie, it. Yeah, the, I, the movie wasn't an. You know, a extremely like hundred percent loyal adaptation, but it was still amazing. Yeah, like the way that oh that ending, the final ending scene of the movie, like legit made me cry. Mm. It was so beautifully shot. Everything about it was beautiful. Here's a yeah. cool one. Lovely bluebird asks, "How should you prepare for your first con?" I would just say go in there with knowing that 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 you're surrounded by people that are into pretty much the same things you are. You're all there for the same reason, basically, right. to be in this gathering of people that all spend time in their rooms, maybe on their computers, trying to watch anime. Mm. And we're all just at this gathering where it's, even if you may not talk to anyone, maybe you're too socially awkward or you're too shy your first time. The fact that you're even in that environment, it, there's something very comforting about that. So just... I mean, go there because you want to, and mm -hmm. it's fun, and it may be a little, like, nerve-wracking to be around, like, all these different types of people, and maybe some even want to take your picture if you're cosplaying, mm -hmm. but it's... I don't know. For me, my first time, I loved it. I knew right then and there from my very first con that this is exactly like the what, kind of place. What was your I first con? My first convention, uh, technically, it was this thing called like Chibi Con. Mm. It took place at a library, mm. and it wasn't big at all. Oh, it's, like the local convention. Yeah, it's a yeah. very very local convention. There wasn't many people there, but they had like a famous like Japanese singer come by. I think her name was like Strawberry Machine, something like that. Strawberry Machine. Yeah, that was her name. That sounds awesome. Yeah, she came by, and then. Uh, uh, we also saw like uh, the Bleach movie at the time, and they were selling some merch. And even though it was so small, I knew exactly that that's where I wanted to be. Right. Um, right. I mean, like not as in forever. I mean, like this is something that I wanted to do. Yeah. And I found a hobby that I just loved, right, just right, right. attending these cons. But yeah, uh, what about you? My first con was Smash. 2014, I think. I actually did a... There's this deleted video where I went to Smash. Oh, the first year was 2013. But the second year I went, I went with uh, Michael. My good friend Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did an interview video there. I had to delete it, though, because I was using copyright. I think music. I saw that one. Yeah. Yes. Um, I really liked that video, too. I'm sad that I had to delete it because I was using copyright music because I was dumb back then. I would like to attend Smash, though. It's always it's nice really to It's really small, though. It, it's fine. I like yeah. changing it up a little bit. I mean... I, you like, go to, I like to go to Smash again. Mm. Yeah, Smash was really fun. Um, Let's see. If you could be trapped in any anime world, which one would you choose by CC123? Toraburu. <laughs> or any harem anime, but specifically Toraburu, because I, I like all the girls. But you'd be beat up a lot. If you'd, I was a Dito. You'd be beat up a lot and fate would just work against you and you would just end up running in at the worst times ever. Yeah, of uh, course. I don't know. What kind of world 
You know, I'm going to change it up. I, my first answer was fully coolly and it still stands, but another world, I would honestly try and do Death Parade. Not as one of the people that have to go through the trials, but just being one of the, I forgot what they were called, one of the people that kind of like run the entire facility, like Deckham. Oh, and, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the, All, the, they the gods? Like, Are they? They're kind of like yeah, like the demigods. Yeah, whatever the demigods. They were called. Yeah, I, w- I would have liked to try and uh, see that. What was the last anime that you watched by Derpy underscore one hundred and one? Last anime I watched. Uh, Welcome to the ballroom is what I watched. I think mine was Koito Uso. Koito Uso. Okay. Yeah, I think that was the last one I watched. Uh, uh so uh, thoughts about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Like seriously, I personally love it to death. By unfit joke. As the saying goes. The only people who don't like JoJo are the people who haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it yet? I haven't gotten that very far at all. Yeah. Just... I, I haven't watched a lot of the anime, but I grew up reading the manga, so I know what it's about. Mm. I just have no thoughts on the anime yet, because I haven't seen a lot of it mm. at all. Uh, let's see. Is there any one-off... Oh, wait. Yeah, is there any one-off anime... I was looking at the same one. Is there any one-off anime movies you would like to see get a season by Theobo? Like, what happened with Little Witch Academia? Oh, okay. Yeah, so Little Witch Academia started as a 20-minute OVA, and then it got so popular that it became a 26-episode TV series. So a one-shot anime? Yeah, a one-shot anime that you'd like to see turn into a TV series. Uh, like a season of anime. I think this is. I don't. I don't know too many one shot anime. One shot, even like like two or three episode OVAs, if you know any. Yeah. You know what? I would like to see Dead Leaves. De- oh yeah, that yeah. one would be really cool. But at the same time, it really worked well. It worked well in a movie format. It was like a short film, like forty minutes, thirty five mm-hmm. minutes, something like that. If you guys haven't seen Dead Leaves, <sighs> check that movie out. It's so cool. I will tell you, it's kind of a headache to look at all this like really blocky art all in your face. Like everything looks very cramped it's, together. It's done by the people who started Trigger. Yeah, so, yeah, and it shows. Yeah, it definitely shows. Yeah, it's like very early trigger. That's that. I would love to see like a twelve episode series of that. What is your favorite psychological anime by Elemental Goddess? Uh, uh, Element Goddess. Serial Experiments Lane. Uh, uh, Paranoia Agent. Paranoia Agent's good. Would Man, you put Yeah, she's a Vayoti. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely psychological. Ergo Proxy. Ergo Proxy. Uh, Although it's very, very slow, Technolize is really good. I have not seen that. That's a really... It's very slow, though. Okay. Yeah. They're all really good, though. Mm. Uh, have you seen Spirited Away? I would imagine you have, by Keldseas. You yes, always look at the same ones I look at. <laughs> We're so in sync. It's always, it always works Have you seen way. Spirited Away? Yes, of course. <laughs> what kind of person would I be? Can you imagine like doing anime YouTube for four years and you'd be like, Spirit Away, what's that? Oh, goodness. I would be crucified. <laughs> that would be amazing. Spirit Away, um, I actually found later on as I figured out Ghibli. My first one was... Yeah, a- that wasn't my first Ghibli film. My first one that is always debatable with like Hayao Miyazaki and Ghibli is Nausicaa. Technically not a Ghibli film. Yeah. Hayao Miyazaki. It's a Hayao Miyazaki But film. it's been adopted yes. into the family. So yeah. it, Because it, it's, it, it's pretty much... It wasn't Ghibli, but it was done by the same people who would later go on to do to be Ghibli. Mm-hmm. So it's considered Ghibli. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first one was Princess Mononoke. Okay. Yeah, that was my first one. Mm. And, and then I watched Totoro, and then I watched... Uh, uh, Nausicaa. And then you saw um, when Marnie was there. 
Yeah, I'm going in order of which one I watched. Okay. Though. And then I, and then I think I watched Spirited Away. Because mm. that was like when Spirited Because when Spirited Away came out in like 2001? I think I saw I saw Spirited Away right after I saw Nausicaa. Yeah, um, I think I my, did. Yeah. My cousins conveniently had those uh, DVDs and I fell in love with, one, the soundtrack. That one like just blew my mind. Mm. And I don't know, I felt very connecting to Chihiro. So there you go. Here's a question that is not really anime related, but I thought it would be kind of interesting to answer. Which countries do you consider visiting by Afon underscore 121? There's one country I really, really want to go to for multiple reasons, and that's Iceland. I thought it was uh, it was another one. Luxembourg? Yeah, Luxembourg. <laughs> I want to go to Iceland and Luxembourg. For the sake of it. Iceland, because it looks really cool. It just looks like a cool place. And I've heard... I know a few friends who have been to Iceland, and they said it's really, really fun. Mm. Also, there's a lot of post-rock concerts that happen in Iceland that I really want to go nice. to. Nice. And I want to go to Luxembourg purely for the sake... Purely so that I can just say I went to Luxembourg. Because I only know one person who's been to Luxembourg, and that's Eddie. Mm. And I asked him, oh, what was Luxembourg like? And he said, there's nothing there. (laughs) It's like, absolutely nothing is there. But Mm. the scenery I heard is really nice. Where would you like to go? Scotland. Uh, I really really want to go to Scotland. We were actually supposed to go there originally, but we didn't know anyone. So instead, we picked Ireland. Would you consider visiting Sweden by Classic Pastel? Yeah, why not? We, I want because like we kind of fell in love with Finland when we went. Oh, so much! Like I want to go back. I yeah. want to go back to Finland. I really want to go to all the Nordic countries. So like Sweden, uh, Norway, Denmark, Estonia. Like, the only all of those, thing like, I just there. the only thing I just I'm really trying to get used to is the fact of those uh, 24 hours of light. Oh yeah, and yeah. then 24 hours of darkness. It's yeah. it's that crazy. only happens though if you're really far up north. Mm. Though. Um, but the place that we were at still, it was still pretty bright at 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was crazy. Well, I've never Os- seen that. Oslo, uh, the capital of Norway, is my mom's favorite country in the world. So yeah. she's like, you have to go to Oslo. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. Or like, Norway is just the coolest thing. My dad also super wants to go to Scotland as well, just because you know, I'd go to there's a lot of history with Scotland. Yeah. And also, like, we live in the desert, and there's no trees or really rain here. So I wanted to either go to Scotland or Ireland, where it's probably the most green and the rainy. Okay, my mistake. Apparently, Estonia is not Nordic, but it's Baltic. Yeah, it's just, it's across the sea from yeah. Finland. Apologies. Apologies. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Oslo is my country. Okay. Let's look at another anime question. Uh, Oh, here's one. I'm really curious of your guys' perspective on this question. If a show looks like an anime, acts like an anime, and feels like an anime, but isn't made in Japan, can it still be called an anime? By Patis... The juice box. That's where I would recommend go watch Mother's Basement of Avatar is an anime. F you, fight me. Yeah, because that video explains it perfectly. And honestly... As as his video proved, it's a never-ending debate. It mm. literally depends on how you think about it. Yeah. Like if you want to, if you define anime as literally just something as uh, this is Japanese anime. If the Japanese have not, if it wasn't made in Japan, or if it wasn't even made by Japanese animators. Well, for example, there was that huge debate on uh, the anime subreddit mm-hmm. uh, where. When Porter Robinson's Shelter came out, that's true. But they they took it down because they said technically it's not anime because it's made by a non-Japanese person. But then everyone argued, no. First off, it was done. In it A1 was done studios, by A1 Studios, which, which is, makes anime, which is one of the biggest anime studios in Japan. Mm. So well, then, technically, yes, it is anime. And then Reddit, even my anime list put it on 
their own website. Yeah. So it's an anime. Mm. And Crunchyroll even like helped with it. So if that's yeah. not an anime, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Uh, but with things like Avatar: Last Airbender, uh, it's it will always be a never-ending debate. And quite frankly, I I kind of don't really care. Yeah, honestly, I I don't either. Hmm. It's it's just like if you think it's an anime, like I I remember in Hawaii there was this guy who asked me like, hey Joey. I wanted to ask you, do you consider Ruby an anime? I haven't seen Ruby yet, and I will eventually, don't worry. I mean, even Japan's been adopting it. Japan is making a dub, a Japanese dub of Ruby. Yeah. So, I think, I personally think, yes, Ruby, I think you can call Ruby an anime. Mm. Because if it works in Japanese just as well, and it's adopted the style, and the Japanese have accepted it, then I think it can be called an anime. Mm. Because, like... Even the word anime, it's just a shortening of the word animation. So mm. in Japan, Pixar and Disney films are anime. Mm. So, you know, it, it's it's just the West has adopted this word anime and, and just made up this definition of, oh, anime means it's Japanese. Uh, Real Vash asked, you seen Wolf Children? I like that. I actually showed that to my mom. Uh, I, I did this in another episode that we already did on the anime show, but Wolf Children... Yeah, that's a pretty pretty heavy story about just parents having to let their kids grow up and making their own decisions. And it's not even just a transition for the kids, but also a transition for the parents to even accept that their kids are eventually going to have to leave and make decisions of their own. And mm-hmm. as much as parents really want to be there every step of the way, there comes a point where you just have to let them go and spread their wings. And I showed that to my mom, and she just... She really connected with it, and she even told me the following morning, she was like, why did you let me watch that? It made me so depressed that <laughs> night. So, yeah, let's uh answer another question. Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, let me got us. Five years, so what's that, 2022? I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going to be next year. I don't even know where <laughs> I'm going to be tomorrow. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Actually, I do know what I'm doing tomorrow. But like, I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know where I'm going to be next year. Honestly, I'm not even thinking about that right now because mm. there's just so much coming up this year already. That like, I don't know. Five years? How old are you going to be in five years? Twenty nine. I'm going to be twenty. Almost thirty years old. <laughs> I'm going to be. Tw- I'm going to be turning twenty eight. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, whatever happens, happens, honestly. Uh, I, I honestly don't think I'll be doing YouTube. Should I pay for Crunchyroll or watch my anime for free on sites like GoGo Anime and Kiss Anime? The, okay, so... I always want to encourage that you should help the anime industry in any way you can. You're yes. part of it, you love it, you want it to keep going on. So, even though... I mean, we are not going to sugarcoat it. There's a lot of platforms that you have to pay for that don't have everything. And sometimes it's really BS. And so it's really just obligating the fans to have to resort to these pirated websites. And, I mean, it's it's just something that we can't pretend. But the point is, is that we at least try to do whatever we can. Yeah. So if you can... And you want to help the industry, then I say, yes, go for Crunchyroll or whatever platform or subscription that you want to watch anime on. Yeah, I mean, you you pretty much said what I wanted to say. Mm. Um, just, if you can, support it, but, you know, it's just... It sucks, but, you know, just do the most you can for what you can. Um, Lozworld asks, 
uh, how much time do you spend watching new seasons of anime versus finding and watching older anime? I think I kind of split it 50-50, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think I spend more time on the new ones because think, yeah. people kind of want my opinions on those. Yeah, exactly. It's You have to play catch-up all the time. Yeah, exactly. And you can't watch everything. That's the other problem as The well. anime industry has made so much anime each season that it's almost impossible to keep up with. There's but also just a lot of crap. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to find things that I legitimately like. So that's why I made the Otaku Monthly Favorites, just to kind of pick... You know, the things that really stick out to me. Luckily, yeah. I'm not like this really daily anime YouTuber uh, that reviews every single episode of every single anime. Props to those guys that can do it, but I, I personally couldn't. Yeah. I, I feel, with me, I kind of split it in three ways. Like, I think 50% is dedicated to watching the new seasons, and then like 30% is dedicated to reading manga, and then the remaining 20% is dedicated to just catching up on stuff. You know, I didn't get to see, or you know, watching series that people consider a classic, but I didn't grow up with mm. or never watched. So I probably I probably spend more time reading manga, honestly, than watching older anime. Mm. That's just me, though. Uh, any good romantic anime that you recommend by Oizu Otaku? Anything that's made by Maeda Makoto Jun. Sh- or Makoto Shinkai. Yeah, anything made by Makoto Shinkai or Maeda Jun. So in the case of Makoto Shinkai, it's five centimeters per second, Garden of Words, Kimi no Nawa. Uh, Voice of the Distant Stars. What else did Michael Dushinkai do? That's about it. I mean, there's other ones. Yeah. I can't think of it at the and top. And then Maeda Jun is Clanad, uh, Angel Beats, Cannon, Air, Little Busters. They're all awesome. Another <laughs> title, uh, Kuzuno Honkai. Kuzuno Honkai is really But that's good. more of like very, uh, com- uh, contradicting versions of romance and love and lust. So if you want to see people being very romantic and you want to see them get together at the very end and you want to just experience like their relationship, definitely what we just mentioned by Makoto Shinkai or Mauta Joan. And then, uh, but if you want like something a little bit more complex, uh, Kuzuno Honkai, which came out, I think last season. Yeah. Last season or two seasons two ago? Two seasons ago. Okay. Yeah. Then I would recommend that. Yeah. Question from Noob Shooter 101 Joey, do you think you'll do some more anime song covers? I would certainly watch that more times than your regular videos well, like I do with Dangle Dai Kazuku cover. I'm actually making one right now. Yeah, my friend Eddie, who did the uh, instrumentals for Dangle Dai Kazuku, just sent me the new song I'm doing, so I'm planning that out. Hopefully, it'll come out by this year. Yay. Yay. Uh, do you have any comedy anime to recommend? There's a lot. There's so many. There's so many. Good I, ones. I, your favorite is. What's your favorite comedy? Mine is either Sakamoto Desuga or. Del- I was going to say that. Or Daily Lives of High School Boys. I was going to say My Ordinary Life. Or Can Nichijou, I t- yeah. Yeah, My Ordinary Life is hilarious. Yeah, Sakamoto Desuga really, like, brought out why I loved Nichijou as well. Yeah. Kind Even of. Konosuba was funny. Konosuba. I thought Konosuba was hilarious. Yeah. I, one that I've been wanting to watch, I don't know if it's comedy. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of cosplays and people talking about it. Mm. What is it? It was like ke- Kimono Friends, something like that. Kimono Friends, something like that. I don't think but, that's a comedy. I don't know what that. I don't know. Kimono Friends is like the one, the one that looks really crap, right? Mm. But everyone was like, "Oh, Osamatsu-san's funny as well." Oh yeah, Osamatsu-san. <laughs> yeah, that one's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Assassination Classroom. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it there just asked go. assassination classroom question mark by Elise G. 
Um, I actually recommend, if you really liked Assassination Classroom, there was another manga series, and I think it was also an anime series, um, called Nogami Tante Neuro, that was done by the same guy who made Assassination Classroom before Assassination Classroom. That manga is freaking awesome. Nobody knows about it, though, and it sucks, because I grew up reading it. It's really good, though. Uh, what do you guys think of Death Note? I mean, I did a video on it. But... Death Note, the anime? Phenomenal. Death Note, the manga? Great. Death Note, Netflix? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's hilarious, but for the wrong reasons. I mean, we were laughing. We're both making videos on it. Oh, you already made yours, but yeah. I'm going to be making one. Yeah. Go check out my channel for the latest video where I simultaneously crap all over the Netflix Death Note, but also praise it in some parts. What's your Joey, what's your favorite Danganronpa 2 character? Mine is probably, uh... Ibuki? <sighs> what? Ibuki? Yeah, I like Ibuki a lot. I also really like Komaida as well, though. Yeah, Komaida and Ibuki were, like, the most interesting characters to me. Yeah, I like him. Is Noragami worth watching by XPG? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I watched season one. I didn't go to season two, because I thought season one was, like... It was good, but it wasn't enough to, like, prompt me to watch season two. What about you? Hmm? With Noragami. Did you watch Noragami? Mm-mm. Okay. I, I say watch season one, because it's a decent show. Mm-hmm. I just... I, it's, like, free. Like, it, the season one was a decent season, but it didn't prompt me to watch the second season. I'm actually not that big of a fan of free. You're not a fan of free? I'm not a fan of free. Aki's not a fan of free, confirmed. I'm not a fan of free either, but I thought it was okay. Hmm. It's 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 I. Uh... Any survival style anime that you guys recommend uh, by Matilda Schmidt? Uh, survival style. You mean like, like Berserk? Oh, there is that. Yeah, I mean, so don't, like I mean man, don't, don't watch the anime. Just read the manga. So like, like Man vs. the World, I guess. Bear Man vs. the Man World. Bear Man vs. the World. No, yeah, uh, survival. If you're talking about things like, you mean like Fist of the North Star, Berserk, Claymore, Gra- like all of those. Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies, yeah. Uh, Barefoot Gen. I mean, what do you can? What do you classify as a survival? What's a survival anime? As people where people have to try and fight like, for survival, like post-apocalyptic stuff. I probably go with. I that. mean, because technically speaking, Evangelion is a survival anime. Hmm. I don't know. Favorite uh, sports anime? Uh, slam Dunk. Slam Dunk. Uh, Yo Mushi Pedal. Um, and then Ajime no Ippo. I really like yeah, Ajime no Ippo. That yeah. one as well. Dimpshiror. Yeah. <laughs> Yo Mushi Pedal, like, I'm very particular with sports animes. Um, the reason is, is because I, first off, just coming from my life, I'm not even into sports. And I'm pretty sure, like, there's a lot of people that like sports animes that might not be into sports as well. But the thing that really turns me off is if I have absolutely no interest or knowledge of a sport and the anime fails to even teach me even the basics of that and showing yeah. me like what the disciplines are how does this work how is this affecting the story and the character or how is this going to affect the outcome of everything if it's just the sport that's kind of thrown in I really don't care about it as a sports anime mm. but I might just like it as an anime for example like uh, March comes in like a lion it's not really a sport but it's this game called Shogi I don't know Shogi I don't know how to play it but at the same time you don't really need to you just see the effects that this had on this guy so as like you know take that in like I guess in sports anime if it's just this thing that's thrown in I really wouldn't care to even continue yeah well that's why I really liked a recent light novel series I finished called Duo no Oshigoto which is going to I, I think it's confirmed it's going to be an anime series 
like start of next year. Mm. So winter of 2018, there's going to be an anime adaptation of it. Um, keep that name in mind because I'm going to be doing a video on that pretty soon. Mm. Um, but yeah, I also like Welcome to the Ballroom because it follows that. I didn't even like I didn't even know ballroom dancing was considered like a sport. Then I saw it's dance sport. So I mean, if golf is considered a sport, I think anything's considered a sport at you. this point. And, Actually, but, there's a really good golfing anime uh, or manga called Purugorufa Saru. You know what I also like? Prince of Tennis. I love Prince of Tennis. Prince of Tennis is good. Prince of Tennis is awesome. Yeah, nobody really talks about that anymore. Yeah, it's kind of like I think I think it kind of got over, I think it kind of got overshadowed by series like Haikyuu and Free. Yeah, yeah, oh, it, well. it, that was the OG like bishies playing sport anime. Mm. Uh, Sir Vamp says thoughts on anime with cute girls doing cute things as a theme. I mean, if that's literally all that it is, and there's absolutely no development whatsoever, then I really there's, don't there's, care I think about there's it. Like, there's good and bad ways of doing it. Like Kana, she's cute and she does yeah. cute things. But so, yeah, so Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is a is a good example of cute girls doing a good cute girls doing cute things anime. Yeah. Lucky Star is another example. Yeah. New Game is not. I'm sorry if you like New Game, but I did not like it at all. I thought it was boring as hell mm. because it was trying so hard to be another Lucky Star. Mm. But you can't have another Lucky Star. That's like a period. Edo manga. Or Edo manga, yeah. It's just cute girls doing cute things, and that's why it's, it's trash. To him. To a lot of people. Yeah, and to a lot of other people. <laughs> Favorite horror slash gore anime that you would recommend by basically Sebastian? Another, I'm trying to stray away from Elfin Lead because I feel like everybody says that. Well, I mean, you can say it. There might be some people who are new to this podcast slash live stream. Right okay, now. then. Well, for uh, for people that want to get into gore, um, the classics are Elfin Lead, mm-hmm. um, a story of like discrimination. And then there's Higurashi no yep. Nakukoroni, or in English, When They Cry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a story just about of people going insane in a village. <laughs> yeah, very. You really nutshelled that. <laughs> yeah, going insane. What's he going to ask you about? People go insane in a village. Basically, basically, uh, that's yeah. the only way I can explain it. It's like the most simplistic way you can say it. Uh, another gore though. I personally really like another um, Shiki. Shiki's really good. Shiki's really good. The manga for that is oh, so good. Uh, oh, what's another one? I'm trying to think. What's like another horror? Um, man, why can't do I think, think of all my right good now. horror? Can't think of one. Anything right now. by Ito Junji, but that's manga. Mm. Um, yeah, they're all good. Okay, what's your favorite airing anime? Eh, well, compulsive I mean, gambler, Kakiguri. Yeah, for me, I can only really say Kakiguri because that's all I've seen. I and, like it. I what, love the manga. It's I, I think it's good. Yeah, I, there's a lot of debate. On whether or not it's like a gambling anime, and I mean, I mean, and Jeff, there's a lot of Jeff pe- did a video. Yeah, on Jeff did it, and I I know there's a lot of people saying that they don't like it because everybody cheats and it seems really repetitive. I like the way that they cheat. I thought that that was super creative yeah. of the way that they do it. But I will admit, I don't agree exactly with Jeff saying that Kakiguri is a bad gambling anime because I still think it is. But I do agree with the fact that Kaiji is still a better gambling anime. Hmm. Than Kakiguri. But I really appreciate Kakiguri for what it is. Yeah. I think it's good. But if you guys like Kakiguri, go watch Kaiji, because that is like the king of gambling anime. Mm. It's so good. What is the worst anime you ever finished by Shadow Wolf 916? Um, the worst anime I ever finished was probably. A lot of people say School Days, but I didn't even think School Days was all that bad. Um, what's the worst anime I finished? 
I don't know. And the Toto X? Yeah. Mars Destruction, but that's only one episode. I think I think by finish it means like TV series, right? So like not like Skelter Heaven or you know those kinds of shows where it's just a one-off. Um, Photokano was really bad. That was just trash. Uh, yeah, I mean the joke would be from the joke here would be for me to say oh sort of alone, but I mean you know whatever. Mm. It's just a meme at this point. Let's see what else we have. Still trying to look. Uh, um, I know Yuri on Ice is quote overrated and everything, but I think it's still really good. Thoughts, anyone? <laughs> I mean, I got flamed like crazy when I called Yuri on Ice trash. So I'm I gonna mean, say it anyway. Yuri on Ice is trash. I, I mean, I don't hate it. It's just, it wasn't really that appealing to me as much as it was for a lot of people. It had a lot of fans, and I guess maybe it was more than just Fujo Bait, but even without it, I just, even as a sports anime, I thought it was just kind of lacking. Because, yeah. to be honest, I don't really even care about figure skating. No. And maybe there's a lot of people that don't care about it that still like it anyway. Well, that's that's the thing, right? That's what I like about sports anime. As you said, like, if the anime doesn't get me interested in the sport... Then I don't think it's a good sports anime. Yeah, because like, and Uranus didn't do that for me. I feel like they had a lot of shots of showing like all of these beautiful moves, but I really couldn't even identify one after the other. Um, and it took up such a big portion of that anime. Yeah. But if anything, I feel like it's more of just a story of Yuri just trying to please not only his coach with trying to. Um, get up the ranks of uh of figure skating mm. but just him as a person of ja- trying to do something with him with his life which is fine um and again this is all speaking out of just the fujo bait portion of it <laughs> but see this is why i like welcome to the ballroom I, honestly a little bit more than yuri on ice because i don't know anything about ballroom dancing i have no interest i had no interest in it in the first place mm. yet it showed the discipline and how much this kid's I guess mentality is starting to change by finding this simple hobby mm. and he spends all day and night uh, just trying to master even what looks like the simplest move and they show you why this simple move is actually one of the most difficult things to master. Right. And I like that that it teaches you that. Like they show so, the technical side, right? Yeah. Yeah. So with Yuri on Ice, I mean, I even I think it's just cuz one I didn't care about the sport and two I didn't even care about the relationship of Yuri and Victor, but it was just something I kind of like just joked about all the time. Well, whatever relationship it might have been, coach yeah. and student or boyfriends, whatever you want to think of it as, I cared for neither, so therefore I didn't care about pretty much the entire anime. Yeah. Here's a really good question. Uh, what do you? Th- why do you think Japanese music appeals so much to a lot of Westerners? From what I have noticed lately, I could definitely say the chord progressions are drastically different from Western artists. That's a really you, good question. I think if you're into the culture, or maybe it's just because it's so new. Like you don't even understand the language. I kind of want to do a video on this. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, like I have noticed that though. It's like you know, but then again, uh, it might be the same reason why a lot of Japanese people also get into Western music because it's just different. Honestly, it's different sounding. And as you said, like chord progressions might be different. Maybe, maybe that's just one part of it though. Maybe just the fact that you're listening to music from a different language. That you kind of also have like, cause I, cause I noticed that like, you know, as stereotypical as it seems, you know, people who are a lot more in tune with the Japanese 
language and culture are more easily able to get into Japanese music just in general. You know, not just anime music. And I think it's because it's a different language and it's a different mm. sounding language, yes, but you're also more accustomed to that language. Yeah. That's why it's a lot harder for a Westerner to, say, get into Indian music if you're not really interested in the Indian culture or the language. You know what I mean? So that that's my theory on it without doing research on it. But honestly, that's a really good question. I kind of want to do a video on that. I mean, I got into Japanese music just because, oh, this is in a different language. Sounds cool. I don't know. I can't really be too analytical with it. It was just There's a lot different. of crap Japanese music, too. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Just as much as Western music. I mean, for me, I think... At least just a preference. Yeah, for me, it's also because I'm, I'm interested in... Uh, I'm interested in the culture. Mm. And so whenever I see, like, you know, a new song, it also helps you learn the language as well. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. Do you want two platinum tickets to KCON Australia? Want flights to two people? And want a combination for you both? Well, you can win it now on SBS Pop Asia. Listen to Pop Asia Live with Kevin Kim each weeknight. Grab the code word and use it to tell us why you want those platinum tickets. There's a new code word each day. The more you listen, the more chances you have to win. This prize is the ultimate KCON experience and it could be yours. SBS Pop, Pop Asia. The official media partner of KCON Australia 2017. Long live the E2s says, what would you change if you took the real life pill? So to put people up to speed who've never seen Real Life. Real Life is an anime that aired last year... No. Early this year? Early this year, I think. Winter. No, was it last year? I actually cannot... Oh, God, I don't remember. Was Real Life last year or early this year? I can't remember. Anyway, it's around there, though. It's pretty recent. So it's about a guy who eats this pill called the Real Life pill, and he teleports back to when he was in high school, but his body is still that of an adult. And he's able to redo his life in some way or another. Um, what would I change? So, the, basically the question he's asking is, if you could transport back to your high school period, like, say, 16, mm. which is around the same age that the protagonist from Real Life was, but you still had the mind of today, what would you change? Mm. <laughs> other than a lot. Because <laughs> I'm sure there is a lot that people want to just eviscerate from their memories of their awkward high school stage i mean i'm i'm personally like just one to believe that everything that i've ever done has just kind of brought me up to who i am now but if you know just for laughs if i had to just change anything i kind of want to just i wanted to embrace in high school just all of the things that i was into i wanted to take uh i wanted to take robotics but Mm. for some reason i never brought myself to do that i actually took a military class for three and a half years Mm -hmm. and i absolutely just i i hated every moment of it i mean i didn't i wasn't like in spite with anyone it's just i knew that this isn't really what i wanted to do and i mean although i learned a lot and it was a really good good fitness i mean and the discipline structure of it was pretty cool i it just wasn't for me so if i could go back i would just do things that really just made me happy yeah, but I think, I think yeah, I wouldn't really change anything. But I mean, then again, that's just like when the time where you're just finding out what you like to do, and maybe I'm just a late bloomer, so maybe. now I just kind of embrace everything. Yeah, I think for me, if I could change one thing, is just like really like paying attention to who I choose to be friends. <laughs> um, that's about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it though because that's depressing. Aww. Yeah, but uh. 
Hey, Joey. Hey, Aki. How are you doing? I'm, we're doing well. We're doing well. <laughs> Thank you. This podcast is doing well. Uh, let's do maybe one more question. Yeah, we want right. more. One more question. Let's see. Pick uh, a good one. Uh, what's your favorite anime movie by Bubblegun underscore Wolf? You know what? That's so I, hard. You know <laughs> so what? many good ones. I'm just going to be flat out. Summer Wars. I know that that doesn't sound like, oh my gosh, like that's so... Mainstream? Not even that. It's just like, yeah, it was kind of mainstream, but even then, like, there's a lot of people that didn't think it was like all that. Summer Wars, I don't know why, but it just rekindled my experience when I saw the the, the Digimon movie mm-hmm. and seeing like that kind of the being, Digimon movie was so good. Yes, it was. Oh, and, I love that movie. And actually, the team that made Digimon movie they also helped with Summer Wars, so that a lot sense. of things were really similar. It's just kind of like that nostalgia trip. Right, it's right. like okay, here's here's this uh, anime movie, and everything about it did remind me of the Digimon movie. Mm-hmm. But just going through that as like your first time ever even seeing this film, it's like oh, this is this is great. So honestly, yeah, that's still one Some of wars. my yeah one of my favorites. Yeah, man. Amongst a lot of really good films, I'm gonna still have to say Akira. Akira, yeah. yeah. There's just okay. like that the shock of when I first watched that that's when I was in like, high school. Mm. It's just like yep. I, th- that yep. is one of those movies I can literally sit down every day and watch. Well, you, I think you do have to watch that multiple times. You do, you, and you need to read the manga as well mm. to fully grasp what's going on because the manga ends differently to the the anime. Um, but there, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode of the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. Uh, thank you to everybody in the stream right now who stuck around, asked us questions. And uh, once again, we are doing this live right now from a charity live stream for Hurricane Harvey for Save the Children. Uh, for those who aren't aware, Hurricane Harvey is this huge hurricane that has devastated the uh, state of Texas in the United States. And there are a lot of people who are just struggling right now you know they've lost their homes you know some people have gone missing it's just it's in a state of tyranny right now um so we are raising money right now with a bunch of lovely people here yep and uh, so far we've raised up over three thousand four hundred three thousand four hundred dollars super is, proud of yeah absolutely we got here. absolutely amazing and uh we've even donated some of our own money as yes, well yes so. absolutely so it's probably close to around four thousand dollars actually if you think about it because yeah. i still haven't donated my five hundred dollars yet yep um but yeah uh thank you very much for listening to this episode of the anime show with joey and aki uh if you guys don't know who we are my name is Joey the Anime Man. With me is Aki or Aki Dearest. We both do YouTube, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Check out our past episodes. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. See ya.